0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
1: Mixed martial arts and boxing fans, it's
2: time for Fighters Fury, inside the heart of a champion. With your hosts, Brendan Tobin, Seema, and Tommy Guns.
1: It's time for Fighters Fury on AM790 The Ticket. Happy
2: Sunday morning everybody, welcome on in, Fighters Fury here on 790 The Ticket, we got a full house today, as I am with Seema and Tommy Guns in the building, very very exciting, good to have you back Tommy Guns
0: Oh it's always good to be back to see you guys
2: Always a better show when you're here, Seema good morning to you Hey thanks (laughs) Sorry, sorry your intro is (laughs) down there uh, so last night we had UFC 213. I had a pack weekend. We had the Ultimate Fighter finale twos. There was maybe fight of the year on that one uh, between Justin Gaethje and and uh, Bocas Michael Johnson. And we'll get to that a little bit later. But um, yesterday was a, was a weird day for fight fans as we got the news starting off that it seemed like the main event was going to be in jeopardy, and then eventually it was called off as Amanda Nunes was. Not well was the the initial diagnosis. You see, she's hospitalized, and I think everybody's initial reaction to that is, oh man, something went bad with the weight cut. Must have been like yeah, a failure. Uh, you know, this recently happened with Matt Mitrione, where you know he 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 cut down to 265 and he got kidney stones, and it was uh, it was a case where he wasn't able to fight Ouch. Fedor a day of. Um, so pretty scary event, it seemed like, and then we get some some strange reports that you know the uh the doctors have cleared her that she was not medically unfit to fight in the ufc's mind you know their doctors overlook everybody they've they've pulled people before this happened with khabib khabib was you know went off to some random hospital uh, he was having uh, some failures uh, internally and uh, they never even called the ufc doctors but he also had to get pulled because of because of uh well not in that case it was a bad cut didn't even get to get to the scale um but it was strange yeah like amanda nunez we find out yesterday uh emily do we have this this was dana white in the post fight press conference was asked you know what the hell was going on and you know like i don't have a great explanation for you he doesn't feel like she was all physically bad a lot of it was mental and she just says, so I'm not going to fight? I mean, she refuses to fight? I mean, I, know you can, I guess it's you can't not that physically she, make no, fight. No, you can't make anybody fight. And it's not that she, you know, is like, I'm just absolutely refusing to fight. She said, I don't feel right. I don't feel good. I think that it was, uh, you know, 90% mental and maybe 10% physical, you know? She probably didn't feel right. I mean, I, don't, I, I think a lot of field fighters have had times where they don't feel right, and then we've had guys who are outright sick. These situations arise all the time. I, I don't know if I've ever had a situation like today, though. You know, where she was, you know, physically capable of fighting. So I mean, she's on a fantastic run, but how does that impact? I mean, does that concern you moving forward? Like, can I put this woman in the main event slot? And yeah, I won't do that again. I won't main event uh, that title again. Crazy. That was in the uh, post-fight press Ow. conference yesterday. <laughs> you can tell he was bothered. also said that she didn't get paid yesterday. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know what to make of it. I don't want to rush to judgment too quick on Amanda till we get more of her side of what the hell went on there.
1: I hope Shevchenko gets paid. She did. She okay, got – uh,
2: I think they said she got paid – I don't know what her full purse was, but I think she at least got her show money. Uh, for yesterday, he said that she, uh, she should
1: get the win money too. She huh? should
2: really. I mean, um, kind of sucks that that, <laughs> that. I mean, you got to think where, you know, Amanda is on a roll. She has been roll. She's been steamrolling girls. Uh, she beat Ronda in a dev- in devastating fashion. She beat Misha in devastating fashion. I mean, this is this is her third time headline a card. They've all had strange circumstances where Jones DC falls out, um, but. the you know, I really don't know what to make of this guys. I don't know really what to to make of Amanda not being game to fight. I uh, I can I, you know, you, she can only tell us I guess what her body is feeling and if she doesn't feel right she doesn't feel right, but I I, I don't think this is going to reflect well upon her uh for her for her title reign. What do you guys make of it?
1: I agree. I think it's a big a big knock. Obviously we have to let's let not jump to conclusions like I, I think you said earlier. Let's let's wait and see if there's any additional information that comes out. Obviously fight camps are like brotherhoods, they're very tight, keep things close to the chest. Most of them. We've seen some in the past where, you know, strategies worth yeah. worth a couple bucks. But for the most part fight fight camps keep it close to the vest. Hopefully nothing serious is going on. Uh, fo- hopefully, maybe there's you know nothing going on within the fight camps that created some some adversity or some challenges. But with that being said, if if everything is cool, then I think it's a it's a big blemish on her, and it gives an advantage when they do finally fight to Shevchenko.
2: Well, especially too mentally. You know, a lot of
1: people go back to that
2: first fight, and it felt like Amanda was fading. It felt like uh, Shevchenko that the, the- the tie was turning. If it was a five-round fight, a lot of people think that Shevchenko would have been able to uh, to pull that out. Kind of similar to what what went on with Reem and uh, Verduum yesterday, where maybe if Verduum had another round, uh, he could have actually finished the job yeah. against Overeem. Um, so yeah, there's there's a couple of mental blocks here, but also, you know, this is a woman who's who's taken out two future Hall of Famers in Misha Tate and Ronda Rousey. You know, she has this opportunity to really hold the, uh, the face of the women's division. It's like we're getting updates on it. Um,
1: this hold, just didn't
2: Hold the face of the, uh, the women's division and, yeah, to, to, to no-show a fight with this kind of cloud But Man, that's a, that's a huge, huge bummer, Tommy Guns.
0: I agree. It is a, a huge bummer because I, we were all looking forward to that fight. Mm-hmm. I, we knew that it would be a nail-biter, as all of the others have been. However, uh, Dana said it's 90% mental and 10% physical. And while we look at the fight game as physical, that mental is a big percentage of it. And if she didn't feel it, I think she made the right call for herself. Maybe not for her career, because it will be a blemish, but...
2: Not to get hurt. Worse. Absolutely. Yeah. That's strange. I'm, I'm curious to see what else comes, uh, comes out of this. Uh, she did tweet out, Sorry to all my true fans. The fight will be rescheduled. I will be back to 100%. Uh, the uh, the strange the strange uh, subplot yesterday was Joanna and J-chick was trying to get the title fight yesterday in, really? the, in the midst of all of this. <laughs> she was uh, she was apparently pestering Dana all day with texts. She was putting out Instagram posts of her training with Mike Brown uh, trying to get loose. She's like, come on. I know you have the poll. Tell the commission to let me fight. So just bypass the medicals. Let me fight. Let me
1: fight. Let me in there. Put, put
0: me, me in, in, coach. Put me in, coach. Put me in
1: there. <laughs> I, th- I think that would have been cool. It would have been cool. It I would've... think that would have been a, a great fight to see her come out. I don't know how she would have fared in the fight because Shevchenko's big. Yeah. Um. So it'd be interesting. I think it was actually the couple of days before. Maybe it was the night before. It was the night before uh, when Shevchenko was on UFC tonight. I think it was probably that dance move that she did. Oh, you yeah. You know, right after the weigh-in. yeah. That just shook shook Nunez.
2: Do you think uh do you think before we get back into the the rest of the two thirteen, like do you think they're speaking of the fight games, like do you think there's any animosity there? Like if, if Nunez cause they I bet they, they both train at ATT. Yeah. Now, but, do you think there's any animosity there that she was kind of trying to just step in and steal shine, or that's kind of just how it goes. I
1: think it's a dog eat dog world out there, especially in the fight game, and Nunez may feel some type of way, but What's her name? JJ. Yeah, I, I can never say in J check. I, I don't blame you. A lot of people. Just I'll say Joanna. JJ. Okay, I like that. JJ, that's simple. Joanna Savage. Dynamite. Um, I think that JJ is just looking for opportunity, mm. and she stepped in. If if anything, she actually would steal some of the the focus on Nunez because now the MMA world is like, oh, let her fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's. It it takes some of the the uh, the glaring criticism away from Nunez in the moment, right? So yeah, she may thank her for that.
2: Yeah. I
0: think it's big that she was just willing to step in and step up, yeah. and not having trained for it.
2: Yeah, it's it's really cool. It is. It's a big way of how you can get fans uh, definitely by your side. There's a lot of things that went down at UFC 213. We'll uh, recap the fight card next. It's Fighters Fury on AM
1: 790. The Ticket.
2: Welcome back, Fighters Fury here on 790 The Ticket. Tobin, Seema, and Tommy Guns in the building today. Last night we had UFC 213, which suffered a lot of blows, man. We were supposed to get Robbie Lawler against Donald Cerrone. We're going to get that later in the month, thankfully. I can't wait for that fight. Um, Cerrone's just an amazing fighter. Oh, my gosh. And we haven't seen Robbie since last summer. That's true. You know, and he's not at ATT anymore. You know, so there's kind of like some mystery to Robbie. Like, what, what, what are we gonna see? What's he been doing? Um, he's had all this time off, and yeah, you wonder if Soroni's gonna be able to recover. I guess he's had he had staff and some infection problems. So I'm
0: still willing to fight.
2: He's an insane person, though. I'm glad that they <laughs> saved him from himself. Me too. You know, like he he needs that. Did you guys, by the way, before we get into the fights, how did you guys see how good was that promo for DC? It was great. John Jones. Yeah, it was pretty I dramatic. Was, you know, I was kind of like. There I, were two of them, but there was one yeah, that was really long, was, drawn out. Yeah, like with with like go, really going over John's past.
1: Yep. It actually showed clips of him when he won in 2011, and yep. they were asking him questions after he won, and he said, you know, time will tell if I'm still humble, and if I'm this, and if I'm that, and all the things that he's been facing. He kind of always, like, almost talked it into existence back in in 2011 it was, it was interesting I thought it was well put together it
2: was really well put together and it made me really excited for for that fight I think it needed a little bit of that like oh wow there's actually some stakes here because you think like we haven't seen John because of everything he's gone through we haven't seen the best fighter on the planet fight enough and the last time we saw him against OSP everybody's like all right well is that who is that who we're gonna get is he is he that now um is he has he lost a step even though you know he handled OSP, it still wasn't the same it didn't seem like the same john jones and granted it was on short notice um so yeah it really really reinvigorated my uh my desire to see that fight it was a fantastic job by the msj but anyway card last night the big story out of it robert whitaker wins the interim title beating yoel romero by unanimous decision 48 47 uh yoel took the first two rounds in the judge's eyes and then whitaker Dealing with a with a serious leg injury. He gets into the corner after the first round and he goes, Might, my leg is bleaked. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and the and the trainer, I thought did a good job, man. The trainer's like, You gotta put that out of your head, man. But
1: what a huge mistake for Romero's camp not to tell them to focus on that leg. He kicked the leg like two times after the first round. Yeah,
2: and he said he knew. And that, that's that's yeah. what I was thinking. I was like, Well, man, he must just not know. He must not know if if he's not doing anything about it, but he said after the fight that he knew he knew he was hurt.
1: He was waiting for his moment. There were we com- had twenty moments after that.
2: Well, there's a th- there's a couple of things with Yoel that I that were very that were I thought I thought really cost him. First of all, I thought he was overthinking his gas tank. Mm-hmm. You know, you could tell in that third round it was it was all right. We got two more after this. Let me take it real easy. And I thought that I thought it let Robert really back into the fight. Maybe Yoel thought, Ah, you know what? I just had a really successful second round. Took him down a couple times. Even if he stuffed a couple, I'll be able to get him back down to the ground and win this thing. And I thought it really just swung the momentum of the fight. That 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 Yoel was too concerned about making it through five rounds instead of just going out and doing the job and putting rounds in the bank uh, because his chin was iron. I thought he, I thought he took a lot of hard shots from. From Robert Whittaker, really, really mm-hmm. well. I agree. Um, you know, so in the knees, he yeah. took some knees and just kept coming. It was, uh, yeah, man. He was he was so impressive with his durability, but I thought the the concern about getting through five rounds just just kind of consumed him to the point where he got exhausted anyway. And then by the time the fifth round came, he really didn't have anything for R- Whittaker. Then he got cut open. Um, so that was. That was, that was interesting to me. Like, I, I always am going to prefer, like, let's go, like, go to what happened in the Ultimate Fighter finale, Michael Johnson versus Justin Gaethje. Wow. And, whew, just an absolute slugfest. And, yeah, Michael Johnson probably punched himself out and, he just, and, and they both didn't have anything left in the tank. But I'm always going to prefer the guy who, who goes out like that than is kind of over, you know, thinking the, the, the entire thing, especially a guy like Yoel. Like, if you're a GSP – and you're a guy who puts rounds away. All right. But you're Yoel Romero. You're one of the most devastating, explosive finishers that the fight game has. And I kind of want you to fight. Like, I want to stay true to yourself. Like, um, remember when Hector fought Neil Magny? And, you know, he kind of went for broke in the first round. Yeah. And, yeah, it cost him. But that's Hector. Like, you got to fight who you are. You got to be who you are. And I thought Yoel didn't exactly, I think, stay true to who he was in that fight. I think he was... Think he was more worried about getting through championship rounds and winning and finishing the fight where
1: where was laborio in the corner i don't know every time i looked up he was just standing he's standing outside the cage just kind of sitting there letting these other guys tell him what to do and i believe that you know regardless when it comes to fight time you gotta have the guys that really know what they're doing i know that some fighters they like to have their people around them but i think at a certain point in time you just got to step in and say hey this is what you need to be doing. Yeah, I felt there was a lack of that yesterday for him. And there was a big concern about pouring water over his head and giving him something to drink, which I get that. I get that completely. He's, he's gassed and he's exhausted. But I thought there was a big flaw in the strategy. I thought if he didn't win it by round two, that it was Whitaker's fight either way, which was obviously the case. Mm-hmm. I think that it, it would have been better suited for them both of them if if Romero went for broke for two rounds and had nothing left and got knocked out or submitted rather than to stretch the fight 5 rounds and it looked like cautious and and very yeah um especially re- reserved and,
2: and it's not it's not something you know we haven't seen before um you know what comes to mind is uh is Johnny Hendricks Robbie Lawler you know where Johnny was so concerned about gas tank that you know, it, it, people thought like, "Oh, well, that cost him late in that fight because mm-hmm. he was, he was, uh, he was coasting a bit. He was worried about gas tank. He was worried about burnout. And that happens a lot. Like you, you now he's got a broke down truck. Man, I mean, I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know what happened to Robbie, man. I mean, uh, to Johnny. Mm-hmm. That's it's sad. Burgers and beer. It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, I mean, like that guy was on top of the world. It's it's crazy. Look at look at like Travis Brown, man. Yesterday, like it's uh, wah, wah. this guy. This guy was." I really thought, like, at one point when he had that win over Josh Burnett, I was like, "Man, this guy's the truth." He's agreed. He's going to be. He's going to be for sure holding the title.
1: He thought that too.
2: And you know, obviously, he had the thing that went personally with his uh, his life, where his wife accused him of domestic violence. He had the investigation. He was indefinitely suspended. But then he also left Jacksons. Like he he he, he got
1: hooked didn't up. Didn't he Ron. go? Yeah. Didn't he go to her training yep. camp? Hooked Isn't he, he still there?
2: there? I think so. I think he does work elsewhere, but. He's his head striking coach, and Why? I I don't like seeing Travis Brown on his feet anymore. Like, was he
1: striking or was he playing patty cake? <laughs>
2: Have a Have a <laughs>
1: That's his
2: guy. Tommy goes. What did you make of Yoel's uh, performance yesterday?
0: I thought Yoel and, uh, started and out. Getting the win. I thought Yoel started out really good. He just didn't keep the pace going. He didn't drive it all the way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bummer. I was rooting for Yoel, too, man. I was, too. You think, like, 38, how die. many? How long is it going to take him to get to the top? He's clearly being avoided by Michael Bisping the entire yeah. time. You know, Bisbing
1: like, wanted nothing to do with him. Bisping, I thought Bisbing was actually there trying to get in Romero's head yeah. so that he would lose that fight, so that he could fight Whitaker rather than Romero. Because Romero and him in the stand-up fight? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, but, I, you know... I don't know how much I like Michael
2: Bisbing against anyone against uh, against Whitaker. I think after watching yesterday, I actually felt better about Bisbing's chances against Joel just because. I mean, Michael Bisbing. You can say a lot of things about him. His heart and his gas tank are phenomenal. I mean, think about back to the Anderson Silva fight where he got knocked out mm-hmm. basically in the third round.
1: And then he looks him. like a guy that's been knocked out a lot. I mean, he?
2: yeah, he's got you with the one eye, like yeah. looking at you, but. You know, it's comes a back, but comes back and wins that fourth round. I mean, the guy's the guy's all all determination. But yeah, after watching the yesterday, I was like, well, again, if Yoel didn't get him quick, I don't know if he's gonna get him. And it's not easy to put away a Michael Business. He has been put away before. Um, but if that fight got drawn out, I think kind of the same thing would have happened. But now I look at a guy like Robert Whitaker, who you think about this guy's rise, I mean, taking yeah. out the the kind of win that he had against derrick brunson the 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 demolition he put forth on Array, and now this win where you know he's on a bum leg and just looks looks sensational for the second half of this fight i mean it kind of feels like this is this guy's on a train where i don't know if i don't know if anybody can stop him right now he feels like he's just he's just on this unstoppable path right now i don't know if Bisbing you know, even even if it, this is this is going to be a good stand-up fight, both these guys have fantastic hands. But I don't know. It kind of feels like it kind of feels like Robert Whittaker's in in the zone right now, and and Bisbing's been awful lot.
1: I agree. I think that that Whittaker has the advantage. He's the younger, fresher fighter. He's been in less wars. I think the opportunity is is really there. He has some. He's very quick. And he has some awkward striking styles, like the way he throws that uppercut and loops it around and underneath. Yeah. Uh, He he clearly hit Romero with it a few times last night. Romero just has a cinder block for a chin Mm -hmm. and was able to keep coming forward. I, th- I think they'll also have a,
2: a good dynamic between them, like Michael Bisping comes in with the with the real belt, and he goes, you should be embarrassed having that it around your cool. waist. And he throws the belt at his feet. <laughs> he says, you want the real thing? Here, you have it. You come and get it, mother bleeper.
1: Yeah. Um, and, and then Dana ran in and picked up the real one. And he's in. like, hey,
2: hey, hey, hey. I do wish that the interim belt looked a little different. Like, just a, just a hair. It I
1: don't should know. be silver.
2: Right, yes. If it was silver or something, or bronze, or something like that, just a little different. I think the fact that it's exactly pink the
1: with same. white polka dot something.
2: Yeah, just to acknowledge, hey, you know, this isn't the real championship. It looks, you know, I just, I don't know. It just is. It's silly to me that it's the same belt.
0: Yeah, I think it should be different too. It should just a little Definitely. bit. Definitely.
2: Even if it's said, even if you put an I on it, an I UFC interim UFC champ. I don't know. Just a little different. The fact that it's the same belt is weird to me, you know, and. And they're passing them out like candy now. It's just like you get an interim belt, you get an interim belt. Who wants a title? Who wants a
1: title? I'm surprised they didn't let you know two people from the crowd fight for the interim uh,
2: women's title. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, anybody, <laughs> anybody here want to be Bantamweight Women's Champion? Come on down. Let's see. We'll, we'll uh, weigh you in right now. Um, there was an interesting piece of uh, of drama though, as far as with Bisbing, they did announce this. So that that did you a-
1: see him rip up the Cuban flag? Yeah, I did. That's, it was a little classless. It was a little classless. He was. I mean, I think he went overboard. But he, after the fight, he he did give. While Romero wanted a piece of him in the cage, right after right after the fight, Romero was ready to fight again as long as it was yeah, Bisping. He wants Bisping so bad. Yeah, I I did think that he he tried to clean things up by giving Romero his props. Yeah, he did. He did. But I, it was still something I think that you should stay away. From.
2: I think you should chill on, on, uh, on, on messing with people's flags a la Bernard Hopkins, uh, Felix uh, Trinidad yeah. back in the day. I think you should chill with that. But we'll, we'll uh, you know, I, the thing that I'm surprised with with Bisbing, and the, and the other reason I'm worried about him wor- versus uh, Robert Whitaker is because there's been this pursuit of him versus GSP and there's been this, oh, it's on, it's off, it's on, it's off. No, now GSP's taken on you know, the winner of Maya versus Woodley, but GSP is still texting Era Hawanian. This is the text that I sent to Dana and Michael Bisbing. I say, I want Michael Bisping at MSG. Please, please make that fight happen. I'm kind of just like, Arr. I don't know. It kind of feels like the two old guys are trying yeah. to get one last <laughs>
1: payday with each other. I'm not really interested in that fight, actually.
2: I'm not either, but
1: it doesn't. I watch it.
2: Yeah, it doesn't feel like Bisbing is all into being – uh, in there with these young, hungry guys. Even if uh, Yoel is, even if Yoel's 38, he's Would got the you body be? of a 28-year-old. No, but I mean, L, you <laughs> take the money. I get you. I get it. But it's just, it's weird. Like you've been, you have been sitting around here this entire
1: time. Like, all right, what the hell is going on with GSP? You fight GSP. I mean, you got a chance. Look, you got a chance to make money. Anything can happen because if you if you touch GSP's face, especially if you break the skin. You know he gets really freaked out when he sees his own blood. You just can't let him get you on the ground, cause then you walk away. You know, potentially pregnant. Mhm. Mhm.
2: Yep. Maple syrup. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, Alistair Overeem yesterday he gets the win over Fabricio Verdum. Uh, one judge had a 28-28, and the other two had a 29-28. Um. Who'd all- you have? I I had a
1: 29-28 for. Reem. I did too. I didn't think it was a 10-8 round. I but I don't even know what a 10-8 round is anymore. I don't either. I'm and confused. you know what? I don't know, I don't know who has the rules. Because I was thinking
2: to myself, I, I remember writing down in my notes of the fight, I was like, I, I guess I could see that being 10-8 because, you know, he was close to finishing him, but they don't have the new rules, so I don't know. I don't know why they don't have the new rules. I don't know why everybody... See, the, the, the thing that's weird with me with the UFC, why doesn't the UFC just have rules? Like why why do they, why do they have to go by the state commission?
1: Because the commission is a non-associated party, and they have to fight by the the rules of the commission. Mm. The commission actually makes the rules. It's like you played in the NFL if teams made their own rules. I get you. You know it's it's not it's not really it's not that easy to do. You know it, it, there's. In order for it to be an unbiased party, that party has to create the rules. But, so but, they come in and they sanction, and then the fighters fight in the corners with the rules because it's supposed to also be based on safety. Right. Well, you but you say this all the time. Like a lot of these guys have backgrounds in boxing. These guys on the state commission, most of them do.
2: Um. So that's what's weird to me. Like, why not let the experts say what the rules are?
1: I agree. There should be there should be an MMA division within. The boxing commission, yeah. in in my opinion.
2: Yeah, it's just, it's too weird that uh,
1: they like,
0: don't this... always get it. You and got it's...
1: a 60 year old guy, so in some cases, 70 year old guy making rules about MMA and how it should be scored. Right. And he hasn't been able to see since MMA has become popular.
2: <laughs> right. So, oh, you remember, remember the, uh, did you guys, you guys saw the Rigandow fight a couple months back on the Kovalev where the ref wasn't even looking? Like,
0: oh, yeah. he's looking
2: at the ref. He goes, <laughs> Huh? And then he turns around and and this guy Flores is on the ground on the canvas. He's like, (laughs) What happened? And he's like looking around all confused.
0: That was the most ridiculous thing. Oh my
2: god, it was so good. What did
0: they say in the truck?
2: (laughs) I I don't yeah, like, Well, I'm sorry, Jim. I was told that the bell was before the punch. That did actually get turned to a no contest recently. So it should have been.
1: And Pacquiao's protesting the decision uh, last week.
2: Yeah. Which he should, which he he should. should. I don't think I don't think
1: anything's gonna happen. No, nothing's gonna happen. But they'll rule it. They could potentially rule it a no contest because the WBO, you know, they're gonna put a group of four guys in a room and they're going to judge the fight independently, which is (laughs) sounds
2: so interesting to me. That sounds like it's gonna go well.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that's going to be uh, on the up and up. Yeah,
2: I'm sure. I'm sure Bob Arum doesn't have a suitcase full of cash in there somewhere to say, "Hey, make sure this is the same." (laughs) <laughs> speaking of Pacquiao, did you guys see the video that uh was put out yesterday of Pacquiao just handing out cash to people in the philippines I guess like i don't think he's gonna stop fighting man like he's he does that all the time speaking of, like you know because there's a story with floyd and 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 his tax problems and there's with pro- pacquiao's money problems have been talked about with his i mean obviously he has a lot of tax issues because he's not american too but that he's just he does this in the philippines like he just gives his money away because he's, you know, he's obviously he's a big humanitarian. He's a politician. Dude's putting buildings up and just handing out Like, I don't think he's going to stop
1: fighting, man. He can't. I don't think he's going to. <laughs> he's got to keep keep fighting if he's going to be able to continue to give away money like that. Kind of worries me, though, that, you know, they're going to put him in there with the wrong
2: guy. They don't want Pacquiao to p- put in a situation where he gets marquez you know? Like, just, I don't want Pacquiao's career to end like that. And it clearly... With all the controversy of last week, and it was it was still cool that a lot of people tuned in for that fight. He still got a lot of drawing power, at least on uh, on free TV. Um, How
1: many people did they did they release that? Yeah, I
2: can get it for you. But I know it was the most. I think it was the most people to watch a a fight on cable since two thousand six. Most people to watch a fight on ESPN since ninety six. Wow, like it was it was huge huge numbers. I think it was like 3 and a, I think it was like over 3 million tune in to watch it. Um big numbers for 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 a, for a Pacquiao fight. But you know, this idea that people still have interest in but the thing that the the thing that was clear watching Pacquiao was you know, he just he not only is starting to look he, we we ha, we've seen for a while now he doesn't go for the, for for the kill like he when he gets a guy hurt He lays off, and he kind of just is like, all right, I've proved my point. But now it's kind of like, he's not quite as fast. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have quite the output that he used to. And those are the things that made him special. And I don't know, And Pacquiao's never been the greatest defensive fighter. He's had tremendous speed, but he has allowed himself to get hit in his career. That's why a lot of those Marquez fights were so close. And I just, I worry that, all right, is, is he going to be primed for getting getting put on the canvas a lot in his career? Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, so we'll have a couple of other fights that we have to get to uh, from UFC 213. And also, also, the world tour for McGregor versus Mayweather starts up next week. We'll talk about that next. It's Fighters
1: Fury on AM790, The Ticket.
2: All right, welcome back, Fighters Fury here on 790. The ticket, Tobin, Sema, and Tommy Gunn's in the building. Man, that Justin Gaethje, Michael Johnson fight was so good, so damn good. Um, I thought, I thought Johnson had him, man. I really did. I thought, I thought it was it like, oh like man, it. look at this. This is your welcome to the UFC moment for Gaethje. It looked like it. And, and then he started battling back, and then he thought he got him again. Man, it will, I mean, got to be front runner for fight of the year. Gotta be. Got it.
1: They've been talking about it. I mean since since it happened, I mean people are still talking about it. There's there's, shot, I didn't there's even pictures. It's like the headline on all the MMA fights even after the big fights we had last night. Yeah. I mean it's still people are talking about it. They want to see this kid fight. He's a he's a warrior, he's a battler and you know, you see some of the shots that were that were taken and yep. what he went through and how he came back from adversity time and time again and Interesting picture. That's unsure. Dog looks like Johnson's reaching out, saying, "Hold me."
2: Yeah, I feel bad right after about Johnson. an uppercut. <laughs> uh, you know, I've had him in the studio a couple of times, and super nice, nice guy, super nice guy. And man, he he's got moments like in every fight. It seems like you think back to the Khabib fight. He really hurt Khabib at one point, then got taken down, and Khabib was able to submit him. You well, know, he...
1: you you just said it. So he got taken down. mm-hmm He had two or three opportunities to clearly win that fight on Friday night. And he after he hurt Gaethi, he would go in. Gaethi? Yeah, Gaethi. It's a weird spelling. I see no C in that name. (laughs) (laughs) After he would connect, he'd go in and clinch with him. And he'd give this kid an opportunity. Yeah. If he would have just clinch and i think he's probably going to review the tape and be like man yeah i missed a, a huge opportunity to make a statement and well, show the ufc what i'm truly made of definitely
2: and i think that he is one of those guys right now you don't want to put the label of gatekeeper on him but he man he, you could tell there's a lot of talent there he's got some devastating tools but it, it it doesn't quite seem like he's at the point where he's he's executing the game plan the only time we've really seen it is when Recently is the Poirier fight, and he bowled through Poirier like immediately. There was no answer back. So if there is a little bit of answer back, if a guy does stand up to those devastating shots that he's able to deliver, where does where's plan B from there? Like where does where does he go from A to B? Because he's clearly he clearly can execute the first part of the fight very very well. Um, it's just the response to those to the to um, adversity, and you you know he's now got to take twelve losses, but you could tell that. You know this guy. This th- there's still something there. He's still a young man. He's I think only 30 years old. You know he trains down here with uh, with Henry Hoof. So he's he's got a great camp behind him. um But but there's still there's still that next level he's got to jump to if he's going to be truly in the in the talks of Tony Khabib. And now they're talking Gaethje. Like Gaethje and Tony Ferguson are getting into it on social media. I love and, that fight. Man, that'd be I love a good fight. That fight. That'd be a great fight. And who knows with Khabib, like. You know, we don't know there's talks that they're going to fight in September. And I still want to see Tony versus Khabib a lot, Mm -hmm. but I don't, you know, UFC has got to be in this situation right now because I will say this, the UFC has had a really, really rough year, especially with its pay-per-views, with injuries, with weight cut issues, with the lack of star power. I think, I think this weekend they came out with the most buzz that they have in a while for a pay-per-view, but they canceled August's pay-per-view because of McGregor Mayweather. Um, you know, and and now the 215 is going to be Edmonton. They they announced Nganu versus Junior Dos Santos, and they're probably going to have the women's fight there. I don't know what else they're going to put there. I'm sure a lot of the big guys are going to want to be on MSG if anybody does come back. Um, hope you know maybe we'll get GSP for that card, but, you know, with with the idea that the UFC is struggling so much with these pay per view cards, I don't know how much you can trust. Putting Khabib in a main event because what if it does blow up in your face again? You're gonna lose that. I mean, these 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 investors who bought it for four billion dollars, they they got to realize, man, there's a lot of risk in this game.
1: A lot of risk, and it's gonna be quite some time before they make that money back. Yeah, quite some time. Well, but, and it's it. I just I think, Gaethje versus Ferguson is a very very interesting fight, and you gotta love Gaethje's approach. Gaethje's like you know. I thought it was classic when he said, "Where's my equal? Yeah. I want to meet him." Mm-hmm. That was a that was a great line. He's a line. fighter, and and he he will self admittedly say, "Hey, I'm gonna fight this guy. Who knows? I might get knocked out. Yep. But who cares? That's what I'm there to do. And and I think he gets it. He gets the entertainment side of it, while it might not be good for his body and his career." It's going to be great for fight fans while he's highly competitive and and in his prime.
2: It's uh, it's interesting for sure. That Tony matchup's interesting because Tony's Tony's versatile. Like I don't think I don't know if he's going to stand and bang as much with.
1: No, he's going to take him. To he's going to try
2: and like I'll, I'll come up with some weird submission that he doesn't see coming.
0: Gaethje okay, is a true nod to uh, the image to what we as mma fans want to see in fighters he doesn't run he brings it yeah. he he's almost lights out but he finds a way to bring it back around again and he's just going to be great to watch
2: there's uh so we got announced this week the mcgregor mayweather press conference tour and Can't it's going wait it's going to start tuesday los angeles at the staples center they say 4:30 start time that means we're not going to get connor and floyd there probably till 6 6 30
1: how many how much time do you think these guys are spending writing their lines before the fight? Before the press conference.
2: I think Connor is I think Connor's always probably thinking about that stuff. I don't know about Floyd. I'm interested to see how Floyd reacts to this. Um because and and I'll tell you what's good Uh-oh, material. Oh, an I, and I'll tell you what's good material. Yeah. This story about the tax issue that's yeah. coming out.
1: I mean McGregor's gonna you, say, You need me. You yeah, need me to pay your taxes.
2: Oh, Oh, you you say I need you, Floyd? Oh, well, not so much anymore, eh, (laughs) buddy? Looks like I'm going to get you out of debt with the feds, keep you out of the clink. It's coming, man. I'm telling you. Like, the fact that this story got dropped uh, days before, that's prime material for Conor McGregor. And it is interesting that they're doing four press conferences. I can't wait for that one in London, because I imagine all of Ireland is going to be there. Oh, yeah. Like, they're going to they're going to make the journey down to I'm London I'm surprised
1: Floyd even committed to going to London and and not saying like hey it's too close to you know I need I need to be focused on my training I need to stay domestic
2: well it, maybe but, but he wants pay-per-views, want pay-per-views. he wants pay-per-views needs that and money that's a that's a great market i mean there's not i don't know if there's a hotter market for boxing right now than London yeah that's true i mean they're crazy fans
0: and there are no tickets sold to the press conference. conferences no. right no, so just, imagine that like um this fight Toronto, all time I
2: think Toronto had to move like they were originally this is the Sony Center they might have had to move um, to where the Raptors play yeah like they had to move because just the demand was so crazy uh,
1: like London's gonna be in gonna Wembley be in, really Wembley Wembley Stadium yeah man wow, wow. so <laughs> ah man this the is a soccer be. stadium isn't it yes yes can That's... you imagine if they filled that stadium just for the talking, I mean, could you imagine if they? Why don't
2: they just sell tickets to the fighting, to the to the to the they talking? They should. Like that happened with. The,
1: didn't they sell tickets to the weigh-in for Pacquiao? Yeah, they did. Mayweather. Yeah, I think they were like twenty bucks or something.
2: Like I that. can't wait. You know, it's gonna be funny though, because uh, I think I think every. I wouldn't even be surprised if like CNN picks up the press conference. That's how oh, big I'm this sure. fight is. I'm
1: sure. And
2: everybody will he, they're gonna have to have that dump button ready, because McGregor <laughs> he lets it fly, he lets it fly. Remember when it was Nate? Nate versus Connor? Yes. I on mean. ESPN and it was just like <laughs> You know who that happened with? Uh Jesse Taylor, who won the uh the ultimate fighter, ended up yeah, winning redemption. He, kept he couldn't even hear anything. Yeah. Like, no. And it <laughs> I hope they have a feed up on uh, the internet where you could go listen to his interview. Oh, I could, I'm sure they will. Could... They'll
1: probably be streaming it live on Fight Pass. Yeah. Oh, they got to think of whatever they can to get you to join Fight Pass. Well,
2: I know Fox Sports said uh, Fox Sports Two is going to air all of the press conference. I don't know if anybody has Fox Sports Two, but they are they're for sure. If locked you're in. that's
1: Xfinity, it's like seven hundred something, yeah, channel yeah. seven something.
2: And uh, so I don't know. Just keep that in mind. I'm sure ESPN is going to air it. But like, like you said, Seema. Like, probably the best way to go is to go watch it on like UFC.com or something like that. It's, it's. Uh, I can't wait, man. I can't wait to see what those fans. Are I like. see the
1: excitement in your face
2: because I, I like almost like pre- fight press conferences more than fights. I love it. I, I mean, it, especially
1: it, this one.
2: I like shenanigans. I like bleep talking. I like it all. Like, it's, it's just. I, I'm always down to see like what, what is gonna go down here, and you got to think like. And the other thing is, we haven't seen Connor now since what November. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a guy who was kind of regularly available to us as far as being in front of a microphone. He's been saving it up. Yeah, and other than walking uh, Mickey Conlon to like the ring, it's kind of been and in these little videos that they put out on the on the Mac Life website, he's kind of been uh, it's kind of been quiet from all, all's quiet in Connorland. So I'm I, I'm really really excited to see. What's he got for us? Because there's a couple of things we're going to see here. Those odds, like imagine what the odds are going to be right now. And, and they've been shrinking as it is because people, because they're so fat on Connor's side that people are just like, ah, I got to at least try. Mm-hmm. I got to throw down a little bit of money. But now watch when Connor, Connor does that thing where he's able to talk you into believing it because he's not yet. He, ha- he hasn't been wrong to a point other than a Nate Diaz fight on short notice. And then wanted to go get retribution for that, and and then imagine that first stare down when people see how much bigger Connor is than Floyd. I kind of feel like those dots are going to shrink down even more. Yeah, you know, people are going to be like,
1: "Ooh, what if this? What if this? What if this?" <laughs> create- he about four or five inches taller?
2: Yeah, yeah, he's 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 a he's a he's an even five nine, I think. And I mean, what do they what do they list Floyd at? They list Floyd at five eight. They, uh do they. I got to see what they list him at because I've seen, I've, five, six. I've seen Floyd Mayweather. In wedges, You guys maybe. have seen Floyd Mayweather, person, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. in wedges, maybe. Yeah, 5'8". 5'8", five, five, eight, eight.
2: Five, eight, nothing. <laughs> no way.
0: Well, he, Connor's been sparring four times more than usual. Yes. So he's that, getting ready.
2: That's what his coaches are saying. Um, I know one of his partners came out and said uh, lifted him off his feet with an, uh, an uppercut. So that's cool. I mean... Like, I, I'm definitely not in the in the camp where I want to write him off completely yet. But I just think it's, cr- it's crazy to say that he's going to win this fight, right? It's it's nuts. Yet, I think for sure he's going to have a moment. I don't know what that. Is. I don't know if it's uh, – I, I just I, – I'm going to have a hard time believing that, that Connor is not going to have this moment where we're all like, whoa. Because I don't think he's going to approach it like the other fighters have. I think he's going to come out with something different, Tommy.
0: He's doing some amazing things and as we get closer we'll know a little bit more. Yeah. And we'll share with our audience and we want to hear what they think.
2: Yeah, man. It's uh, we'll have we'll uh, we
1: will be on this uh for sure, but what would you do if you had 15 grand? For what? Anything. What would you do with 15 grand if you had it right now? I don't know. Maybe uh Would you buy Justin K- Kish's oh shirts?
2: Oh my god, I can't believe this story. <laughs> Justine Kish, who was uh, was she fought two weeks ago, and she got. She got you know strangled to the point where she pooped herself. Wow. Ouch. Yep. And uh, somebody offered her fifteen k for it.
1: She got to sell it, right? Probably. She probably didn't make that in the fight. Was she fight on Bellator, or UFC? No, it was UFC. UFC.
0: The real question is, why would somebody want poop pants?
2: Uh, there's some strange birds out there, Tommy guns. Uh... Strange birds, I don't know why. Wow.
1: (laughs) But it's out there. What's the line on the on the McGregor fight?
0: That's what you do with your fifteen
1: grand. That's what I was gonna say.
2: The last I checked, it was probably like plus six hundred.
1: I'd put I'd put the fifteen grand on the fight. You'd sell the pants and then put it on the fight. Yep. If I were her. That's what I do. Sell the shorts for 15 grand.
2: Current odds, this is updated uh, a couple days ago. Let's see. Connor is plus four hundred. It keeps going down. Plus four hundred minus closer. The for
1: Floyd. Uh if you want And Connor, if you got rid of the shorts, then go make some new ones. But get that 15 grand girl. First round victory, they're both
2: plus 1600 By decision, Floyd is plus two hundred and twenty dollars uh two hundred and twenty. Uh, uh, by decision, Connor's plus twelve hundred. I can't imagine he's going to win by decision. That'd be crazy. No. Uh, by TKO, this one surprises me. Floyd it's minus one fifty five. Uh, by TKO? By TKO? I don't think he's putting. When people say that, they think he's going to lose, but like they think McGregor's just going to get exhausted, right? Yeah. The idea that Floyd's going to flatline, Connor McGregor,
1: I, I just no. I don't think he's got. I don't think he's got the power to knock him out. He takes shots all day with four rounds clubs. Well, it's not only that. It's just like. And what's Floyd the, doesn't hit hard.
2: What's the last time you see? But let's let's forget even hitting hard. Hitting period. When's the last time you have seen Floyd Mayweather just go ham on somebody? Just like I got this guy hurt, and I'm gonna go put him away. Never. Never.
1: Yeah. Like maybe De La Hoya.
2: Like it's been a long time since yeah. we've seen Floyd Mayweather like oh I got this guy really hurt. I'm gonna go cut loose on him. That's just not his style. Like he's going to say right, I got this guy beat. Put him in the bank. Keep putting rounds in the bank, and that's what we're gonna do the idea that, that that that's minus money to me that's it's
1: a little weird anyway every we'll time have... he hears that bell ring after the end of each round it's like a cash register yeah man ching
2: crazy anyway we uh we can't wait to Justin
1: we'll... Kish go get your 15 grand go
2: get paid girl go get paid um we'll have full coverage of this uh press conference week next week next Sunday we'll talk to you guys then